Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. that we can get uh, a, significant, a significant number of uh, hostages freed in the coming days. I don't want to go into the details of uh, these talks. They are obviously very sensitive. The less uh, we go into the details, the better the chances of such a deal. But they are very serious efforts, and I'm hopeful that um, we can have a deal in the coming days. This is uh, Michael Herzog. He is the Israeli ambassador to the United States on uh, This Week Yesterday with Martha Raditz. Uh, I, I can't tell who's hosting that show these days. I thought it was George Stephanopoulos. I don't know if she fills in quite a bit, but uh, maybe it's a team hosting thing. They need to update their icon, though. Anyway, so Michael uh, Herzog uh, talking about, obviously, the ongoing situation with Israel, Gaza, Hamas, the, um, the hospital, all of this, and the possibility of a pause don't call it a ceasefire, a pause in the fighting. The deal outlined in the Post said it would involve a freeze in combat operations for five days. This week, Prime Minister Netanyahu said a pause in combat is exactly what Hamas wants so they can regroup. So I want to uh, distinguish within a pause for a few days in order to get hostages released and a ceasefire. The Prime Minister was referring to a ceasefire. We're against a ceasefire because that would uh, allow Hamas to retain power, to regroup, to rearm, and strike again. But it would be a ceasefire for a few days? This is... Uh, is that the difference? We're, we're talking about uh, pausing the fighting for a few days so we can get the hostages out. But it's all not, sides. It's not a ceasefire, because we will continue to push against Hamas to dismantle their military infrastructure and their terror infrastructure. We're not going to stop that. But we are willing to go for a pause for a significant number of hostages uh, if we uh, have a deal. I have no idea what just got said. Look, he's an ambassador, negotiations, all of these things are very fine details quite a lot of the time. But um, And I understand the difference if you say a ceasefire is an end of the fighting and a pause is, you know, right? I for a time, but he didn't seem to want that distinction either. Now, they have said in the past, and this might be relevant, that they had not engaged in, you know, like at noon to 4 p.m. today, no fighting in Gaza, but had instead said, you know, noon to 4 p.m. today, no fighting on this road or no shelling in this particular zone. And so it might be that what they mean is some kind of a, um, you know, geographically limited pause in certain hostilities maybe is the best I can make sense of it, but uh, they definitely don't want to cease fire. You know, they don't believe that their objective has been uh, achieved of destroying and dismantling Hamas, but um, it just, I didn't understand what the answer really was. I'm presuming there is an answer. Okay, these people are not fools. Um, I just don't understand what the shape of it is. Now, they also talk quite a bit about Al-Shifra Hospital. This is a big discussion point over the weekend, as has been the ongoing question. You know, did Israel prove to the world's satisfaction that there was enough evidence that Al-Shifra Hospital had been used as a command and control center for Hamas, which had been their 
justification for going in and some of the attacks against it, which they didn't like bomb the hospital or whatever, you know, like they didn't just massively try to dismantle it. They, they went in with soldiers, which of course is weird to a hospital, but not if it's the top of a terror city. Um, and also it's difficult because when you, you know, put individual soldiers at risk when they have to go in and clear something out like that. We have a very clear evidence that Hamas used Al-Shifa hospitals and other hospitals as command and control centers and a hub for their leaders and rockets and a power generator for the tunnels. And we already discovered evidence. We're going to show more evidence today of you tunnels. You will show more evidence. <laughs> yes, what kind absolutely. of evidence can you show? Because what you've shown so far does not necessarily mean there was a command and no, control. No, we, we, found, we found a lot of weapons. We found computers. We found a lot of things. We found tunnels. We're now searching these tunnels. They're all booby-trapped. Uh, but we are in the process of searching these tunnels. And we show our findings to the world. And and they have produced uh, video. This is if you've seen the uh, aerial footage of this very large opening down into a down below kind of zone, um, like look like it looks like a giant well essentially, and other videos. So they have released a bunch more information, saying essentially that this confirms what we've been telling you all along that Al Shifa Hospital was in fact used as a cover, a top for a terror city underneath. As we speak, and as our forces are working underground, there are patients being treated in that hospital and our forces bought fuel and incubators and all the babies are going out and uh, the, the, the hospital continues to function but underneath there is a city of terror and we're after it. And you also have the video showing they've got some hostages that had been taken from Israel in the October 7th attacks being brought into this particular hospital and you know why would they be brought into that hospital unless Hamas was operating there under the control of the Hamas terrorists. So, you know, that's even more evidence than they had had before, even more persuasive effort to try to get people to believe that it was justified and that they, Hamas does exactly what we know they have been doing all along, which has been the consistent message from Benjamin Netanyahu, from uh, from Biden. He even said this in his post-China press conference last week, talked about, you know, knowing that Hamas uses hospitals like this. You have a circumstance where the first war crime is being committed by Hamas by having their headquarters, their military, hidden under a hospital. And that's a fact. That's what's happened. Israel did not go in with a large number of troops, did not raid, did not rush everything down. They've gone in, and they've gone in with their soldiers carrying weapons or guns. And by the way, the uh, the footage that was released is it shows like a uh, I was telling you about this kind of almost like a missile silo is what it looks like uh, going quite a bit down into the ground. So it's not just you might think of where where would these tunnels be? Well, you know, 30 feet below the ground, like very, very deep. It's not exactly the most obvious thing to figure out. So he says that clearly there's evidence for this. Israel is also taking risks themselves about their folks being killed and one-to-one -one going through these hospital rooms, hospital halls. But one thing has been established is that Hamas does have headquarters, weapons, materiel below this hospital, and I suspect others. But how long it's going to last, I don't know.
And he even says when pressed in the press conference, you know, you have evidence, yes, but I can't show it, but I am certain, yes, I'm certain about this. 717 on News Radio 923. Jake's got traffic for us. Jake. All right. Uh, looking great out there this morning. Of course, you know, it's holiday week, so there's not going to be as much congestion as we usually see. Uh, just after Car City at the intersection of Brent Lane and Palafox, it's a little congested there, but I'm really just searching for something to be wrong <laughs> this morning on the roads, which is great. Um, there's a little bit of construction debris when you're heading down uh, Nine Mile, intersecting with Pensacola Boulevard. Uh, it, it might still be there on the right-hand side of the ramp getting onto Pensacola Boulevard. There's some some debris there. Uh, headed through Milton and Pace, you're looking good on Highway 90. Highway 98 not showing any uh, delays through Gulf Breeze, Navarre, and Winhaven, and Highway 29 South is flowing uh, smoothly through Cantonment. If you do see anything slowing you down this morning, text me 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, and dependable. Hey, if you're thinking about selling or buying a home, Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leavenworth Realty, fantastic resource for you. 230 plus homes sold last year, and just every year they sell more and more homes. They sell them. I, I, I can't say they sell them, you know, faster than ever because they used to sell them like same day and they now sell a lot of them same day, two days a day. I mean, it's very common, even in this market, a market where some people are kind of struggling. They're figuring a way out. Um, and I think it's because they've got this pattern, this process that they put you through when you're selling a home that is I perfect. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. Like the way they have figured out what is the right price? What is the price you ask for? How you stage it? How you show it? Where you put the pictures? What kind of pictures you put? You know, even the dumb little things like, you know, how do you know that shrub? That shrub is not an advantage for you. Take that shrub out. Like all that kind of stuff. They have got it figured out. Now on the other side, on the buying side, what Christina Leavenworth can help you with is because she knows the selling side so well, she knows where buyers' heads are at and she can figure out how to work within that like space and get you the best possible deal when you're buying a home. We can negotiate this. We can't negotiate that. Here's the price we're trying to accomplish. That's a reasonable price. Don't settle for anything higher than that, that kind of stuff. This is what you want in a realtor, somebody who is that capable, that knowledgeable, and, of course, always looking out for your interests. 723-9158 for Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leavenrinke Realty. Here's today's Strength for Life. Nehemiah in the Old Testament is a great example of the familiar quote, pray like everything depends on God, but also work like everything depends on you. In Nehemiah 4, the people of God are rebuilding the wall around Jerusalem, and they're at the halfway point. After being threatened by opposition from the north, south, east, and west, Nehemiah does two equally important things. He prays to God, and then he posts guards around Jerusalem. Nehemiah clearly believes in the power of prayer as seen throughout the book, but interestingly, he also believes in the power of personal initiative. Nehemiah believes in doing what he can to solve his own problem. Nehemiah prays fervently like his success depends on God, but he also works diligently like it depends on him. Ladies and gentlemen, as you pray about your problems, remember that sometimes God's answer will be to use your personal initiative to meet your need. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website, strengthforlife.church. Kick off the holiday season with WSRE's Festival of Trees and take the tree of your dreams home for the holidays. Trees and wreaths decorated by local designers and community groups will be on display November 24th through 26th at the Museum of Commerce downtown. Each tree and wreath will be up for online auction bidding or purchase in support of WSRE PBS. For the Festival of Trees hours and all of the details, visit wsre.org slash events. Advertising, marketing, digital marketing, these are words you hear a lot about. But what exactly do they mean? How do you get started? 
Where do you get started? Well, you can start by tuning in to the Pensacola Expert Panel this morning at 1030. Join me, Tasca King. I'll show you how to navigate the changing and fast-growing landscape of digital advertising. This morning at 1030 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at vfw.org. Tune in to News Radio Pensacola today and stay informed about what's happening in your community. We're here to keep you connected. News Radio Pensacola, informative, local, dependable. Do you want me to leave the room? That won't be necessary, Hodgkins. We can talk under the cone of silence. The cone of silence? Well, this is a magenta alert, isn't it? Good morning, 723 News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. The Argos did not win. They were eliminated in the first round of the uh, playoffs over the weekend. Uh, Pensacola State women's volleyball team that was in the semifinals on Friday also lost 3 nothing. so they're out. But congratulations on a good run for both. Eight and four final record for the Argos uh, and for the uh, Lady Pirates. They finished fourth or third in the nation, depending on how you want to score it. Uh, maybe, they play, maybe they finished fourth because maybe they had a, uh, a consolation bronze medal match uh, over the weekend. You also, if you're a, if you're a um, FSU fan, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm not, you know me. I'm not an FSU fan, but uh, I was hoping with you, you know, for the first time in a long time, you really had something to root for with uh, your team doing so well. And then Jordan Travis goes down that terrible injury over the weekend from the hospital. He put up this Instagram post. What's up, y'all? Uh, it's Jordan. Just want to let y'all know I'm doing good. Um, feeling good. Got a smile on my face. Um, just going to follow God's plan, man. God has a journey for me, and I'm going to trust him every step of the way. Um, I appreciate y'all for all the messages. Uh, go Knowles. Go Knowles. Love to hear that attitude. Love the man of faith. Uh, you know, I don't know anything about him, but uh, that's a pretty encouraging sign. Meanwhile, Georgia took on Tennessee, and Tennessee really got it in good in the beginning. Jalen Wright, big opening off the right side. Off to the races and maybe gone. Jalen Wright, one snap, touchdown, Tennessee. 75 yards to the house, and then Georgia won 38 to 10. Uh, <laughs> but you did have Dolly Parton singing uh, as they were kind of Peyton Manning and Dolly Parton, and uh, it was kind of cute because he's tall and she's not, and uh, they had a like a, a catwalk kind of thing for her to walk on that was a good foot elevated off the off the grounds to go on with him. Just about set to start the second quarter, 10-7 Georgia in front. And while we were away, two Tennessee legends took the stage at the end of the quarter. Peyton Manning escorting Dolly Parton. (laughs) 
still, still not bad yeah, though. I, I mean, mean, she was she was almost there. It's it's rough when you're in a big stadium like that and you can't hear anything. I couldn't even hear it to sing Rocky Top, but I, I was so honored to be here, and I love Peyton and I love the crowd. So it's just good to be home always. Uh, it's always good to be home. It's always good to hear from Dolly. She's adorable. Mm-hmm. Seven twenty six on News Radio ninety two three. Jake has traffic for us. Jake, and that has to be one of the loudest oh, uh, yeah. stadiums Super loud, in, right. in football. Yeah, uh, I'm not seeing any. Sh- uh, slowdowns, delays, accidents. Uh, looking around the map this morning, we're looking really good. Um, Brent Lane and Palafox is a little congested at the light, but nothing major there. Uh, still got some debris on the side of the uh, the exit ramp going on to Pensacola Boulevard from Nine Mile, uh, but really nothing to speak of. Nine Mile, um, I'm sorry, uh, headed through Milton and Pace. Highway 90 is good. 98 is good through Gulf Breeze and Navarre. Highway 29 south through Cantonment is looking good as well. If you see anything out there, text me 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, and dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, by the way, just a quick follow-up. I was, I was telling you about that video that um, the Israeli Defense Forces released about Al-Shifra Hospital and, you know, that there was this, like, firing hole, like, for rockets in the middle of it that was connected to these long, long tunnels, like, uh, was it 65 meters of tunnels, I think they said, and, you know, blast doors and, um, you know, booby traps, like, all kinds of things that they have found. And now that they've cleared out the hospital, they're going to have more opportunity to really search the area. You tend to think, like, how hard can it be to find a network of tunnels underneath the hospital? Well, apparently not that easy. But they're finding it is, you know, kind of what the, the video footage shows. 727 on News Radio 92.3. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Well, some sad but not entirely unexpected news today. Uh, for former First Lady Rosalind Carter has passed away. It's at uh, 96 years old. The Carter Center announced that she died on Sunday afternoon at her home in Georgia. She was diagnosed with dementia earlier this year. Today marks the final tour of the scene of the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School shooting in South Florida. Six members of Congress are going through that building in Parkland one last time. It's set to be demolished next summer. And uh, there's a new study out showing that Florida ranks near the top of the list for the most most uh, foul mouth foul mouth states. If I could talk to <laughs> this would help a lot. Uh, this study was done by bonusfinder.com. They announced that uh, each state's they analyzed each state's Reddit page posts to see how many curse words were used on average. So very scientific study. Yeah, you can tell oh, yeah. that's Reddit. Uh, yeah. But the states that had the most curse words were. Texas ranking at number one. All right. Not too surprising there. Ohio at number two and Florida at number three. I want to mm. know, was this uh, was this per capita or just aggregate? Because that'd be a big difference. Well, you know, would Texas be, yeah. and Florida mm. being two of the biggest uh, you know, states in the nation. But The email they sent me did not specify <laughs> the their research methods. Right. Uh, and funny. it should also be noted that immediately following Florida was Tennessee. Oh, well done. All right. Mm. Well, in Florida, we're really profanity good at swearing. You know, we yep. are very... Very we're custom good. good. Yeah, we're good. You ever, you ever see the uh, the movie Fantastic Mr. Fox, the uh, Wes Anderson movie with George Clooney? Anybody? Anybody? Nobody. No. It's it's one of the one of the gags in the movie is it's a movie for kids where they don't swear but they they say you know are you cussing kidding me you know like right anyway. See, my favorite replacement is in the Home Alone movies no. when uh, Joe Pesci just like goes on oh. the little string of. Yeah. <laughs> You know, whatever it happens to be every time he slips and very, falls on the very ice. Very Yosemite Sam. There Got you it, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. David, thanks so much Rasta for the frassin. update.
Hey, uh, we've got an advertiser on the program who is just, I mean, just fantastic. I didn't know these folks really existed, but I've been listening to them on Pet Talk, and uh, it's a locally owned healthcare provider. 35 years, uh, female-owned, best of the Bay, best of the coast, best of Pensacola, seven locations. Gulf Breeze by the Whataburger, Santa Rosa Beach, Milton Crestview, Fort Walton, Pensacola on Summit, and Pensacola on College next to the Sam's Club or behind it. And it's, uh, it's where you get your health care. So 8 to 4, Friday, Monday through Friday, Gulf Breeze, Pensacola, Fort Walton. And then 8 to 1, if you have walk-ins um, in the Pensacola location next to the Sam's Club, you can get lab work, occupational health screenings, a medical weight loss program, and as an alternative or a supplement to, about a third of their people use this as a supplement to their regular insurance, a mem- medical membership plan for $45 a month. That gets you unlimited primary care visits with no copay, teledoc, a discount on all procedures and services of 25%. So lots of things you can check out at ProHealthFL.com or stop by one of the locations. Again, that's ProHealthFL.com. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. There's new fighting around another hospital in Gaza. The Hamas-run health ministry there reports 12 people killed in the Israeli military strikes on the Indonesian hospital. Israel's released video of Hamas hostages being taken into the Al-Shifa hospital October 7th. The men are Thai and Nepalese workers flanked by Hamas gunmen. The revelation raising new questions amid the ground fighting about what international organizations that operate within the hospital knew about the hostages. Fox's Trey Yanks. It's President Biden's 81st birthday. Plans to celebrate with family later this week over the Thanksgiving holiday. Argentina has a new president. Javier Millet will be the world's first ever libertarian head of state. He secured a nearly 12-point victory victory over the Argentina economy minister after campaigning largely on the nation's crippling economy. Fox's Todd Pyromolay says he'll base currency on American dollars, ditching the Argentine peso, and says he'll close several government agencies. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 731 at News Radio 92.3. Right now, 56 degrees. It is partly cloudy in Pensacola this morning. It appears that Escambia County has received a new offer on the OLF 8 property in Beulah. A blog post from District 1 Commissioner Jeff Bergosh says the county received an offer Friday from Beulah Town Center LLC. The offer letter includes a $20 million offer for 375 acres of the property with additional options totaling about $12 million. In his blog post, Bergash says the offer follows the spirit of Escambia County's master plan and also includes no single-family housing. County commissioners won't be meeting until December 7th. They're expected to discuss that offer uh, at that time. The victim in last week's fatal motorcycle hit and run on nine miles been identified as 20-year-old Justin Kent. It's hard to believe that somebody that could make the impact on kids' lives that he had, that somebody else could just hit him and leave him laying in the road and drive off. That's Justin's father, Max Kent, and Justin was a martial arts instructor at Ninja Tricks in Pensacola. Family and friends are holding a funeral for him tomorrow. FHP says Kent was riding his motorcycle last Thursday on Nine Mile Road when a vehicle hit him and took off. If you have any information, you should contact FHP or you could call Crime Stoppers. Uh, A Milton man has died in a motorcycle crash over the weekend. This happened on State Road 87 in Santa Rosa County. FHP says the motorcycle was headed north on 87 at a high rate of speed and around traffic when a pickup truck turned onto the road from I-10. A truck pulled out in front of the motorcycle that resulted in a collision. The rider was thrown from the bike during that crash. Troopers say the motorcyclist was flown to a local hospital where they died, and that crash remains under investigation. 
Governor Ron DeSantis picking up support from Republican voters, but Nikki Haley gaining on him pretty quick. A new NBC News poll released yesterday shows DeSantis gaining two percentage points from their last poll two months ago. Haley uh, has almost doubled her support from that poll. She's now just five points behind DeSantis. Uh, Both trail former President Donald Trump by at least 40 points in the GOP primary poll. Well, time's running out for one, uh, one lucky person to cash in on their lottery winnings. Florida Lottery says a Fantasy Five ticket that's worth more than $65,000 is now set to expire at midnight. The ticket was bought six months ago at a convenience store in Port St. Lucie. And the state of Alabama reporting a strong year for foster care adoptions. Uh, Governor Kay Ivey reporting that just ahead of uh, the National Adoption Day last Saturday that Alabama's numbers rose to more than 700 for the year. That's uh, They say nearly 70% of children also reportedly returned to live with their families. It is 735 now at News Radio, and let's get a look at our traffic on the fives with Jake. Well, who has two thumbs and the easiest job doing traffic this morning? This guy. Let me tell you, uh, no problems to report, no accidents, no slowdowns. Uh, I'm looking at all the traffic lights around the area. I'm not really seeing any major congestion. It's Turkey Week. Everybody's already in holiday mode, and the roads look pretty safe out there. So that's great. Highway 98, Highway 90, I-10, and I-110, everything's checking in clear, so I'm, I'm a happy man. If you have any traffic info to report, 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. We are going to be seeing a small chance of rain today, 30% as you go into the afternoon and into the evening, high near 74 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 69. Showers and thunderstorms move through through the overnight hours. A few storms could be strong as we go into Tuesday morning, 90% chance of rain on Tuesday, high near 74. Tuesday night, temperatures dropping near 52 degrees. For Wednesday, 20% chance of rain with a high near 62. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And right now, 56 in Pensacola. 58 in Gulf Breeze and 49 in Milton. Our next news at 8. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. I'm Jennifer Koshenka with your money now. Airlines expect record travel demand this Thanksgiving, with the TSA expecting to screen 30 million passengers between November 17th and the 28th. The Sunday after Thanksgiving is expected to be the busiest day during the period, with an estimated 2.9 million passengers taking to the skies. The holiday period kicks off nearly a year after a winter storm triggered thousands of flight cancellations around Christmas. Carriers have spent months preparing to ensure that costly missteps don't reoccur. Smart toys are becoming more common and an Increasing concerns about them, spying on children has coincided with that. According to a new report from the Perg Education Fund, smart toys can incorporate various technologies like cameras, microphones, and sensors, as well as artificial intelligence capabilities and connectivity through the Internet or Bluetooth. It says some toys with connectivity can gather audio recordings, use preferences and other types of personal data, and bring a possible risk of that information getting breached. That's your money now. The Volkswagen Signed and Drive event returns to Feedmore Imports. And that means with zero down payment, zero due at signing, zero security deposit, and zero first month payment, you can lease the 2024 VW Atlas, Atlas Cross Sport, 
Tiguan, or Taos at Feedmore Imports today. And as the year comes to a close, enjoy even more savings when you purchase the 2023 Jetta SE, now from 26536. The 2023 Taos from 25281. Or the 2023 Tiguan S, now on sale from 28546. So whether you sign and drive a 2024 Atlas, Atlas Cross Sport, Tiguan, or Taos, or enjoy end of year savings on select 2023 models, Pete Moore has the VW for you to drive home today. Pete Moore Imports is at 106 New Warrington Road, Pensacola. NAS Wedding Field is a major training facility for our United States military. It produces more than 1,200 pilots a year and is the home to the largest air wing in the U.S. Navy and produces 100% of all Navy, Marine Corps, and Coast Guard helicopter pilots. But NAS Whiting Field has a lot more to offer and makes a huge impact to our local community. Tune in today at 9 to hear what's happening at NAS Whiting Field on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Local news with News Radio's news team. I'm David Wayne for News Radio 92.3. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio 92.3. I'm News Director Joe Ford. Local news radio is so important because during major events or emergencies, you may not always be near a TV. Your phone and internet may go out, but radio is easily accessible and often the first source for information you need to know. On News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Seven thirty nine News Radio ninety two three on Friday it was filled the Mayflower for Mana Coastal Moving and Storage and our news partners Channel three WAR and our sister station Cat Country ninety eight seven of course us as well and uh, had a good conversation uh, with Didi Flounlacker just kind of about the general state of homeless or not of homelessness but of uh, food and food insecurity and hunger here in the uh, Pensacola greater area. So Didi uh, we're here at Fill the Mayflower so we don't know quite how it all is going to turn out in the end. But I wanted to ask you, just give us a sense of the state of hunger, the state of, um, you know, people who are in need here in Pensacola and this community uh, right now. Kind of just where do we stand? You know, Andrew, with the high food prices, I mean, it, I don't know if you've gone grocery shopping recently. Oh, I do the grocery shopping. I'm aware. So, you know, it is just, it's really incredible how expensive food is right now. And so that makes it even more complicated for people who already were challenged to have healthy food. But now we have this additional group of folks who are those families that are doing the best they can. They're living paycheck to paycheck. They're employed. Mm. They're living paycheck to paycheck. But then you've got all these high prices of food and all sorts of other things because of inflation. And it's really, folks are struggling. Last year, we provided food to over 80,000 people, and about 66% of them were children. Wow. Yeah. So that's, okay, so we have about a half a million people in the two-county area. That means roughly, what, 15 to 20% of the total population was a client of yours last year. Which is really, you know, when you say it that way, it makes me want to cry. Yeah. Um, But what is really wonderful about MANA, I think, is this community yeah and manna is the community and I, I always say manna is people it's not really food it's about people like you mm. and and me and all sorts of other folks from all zip codes and all neighborhoods who 
come in and they give food or they make a financial gift so that we can provide food to those hungry folks in need. And you know, a lot of us may think, oh, we know the face of hunger. It's the person who's on the, you know, at the corner of the red light. Right? Yeah, there's such a, like a confusion of the categories where the, the, the panhandler or the homeless person is kind of the picture that most people have of somebody who is, you know, food insecure. But that's really not the picture, right? Right, exactly. You know, certainly the homeless do struggle with having enough food to eat, especially having enough healthy food to eat. But, you know, Andrew, there are so many other folks in our community who are struggling to have enough food to eat. Um, families, grandparents that are raising grandchildren, senior citizens who are having to choose between do I buy my medication mm-hmm. or do I buy food? And so when you give to MANA, you're giving to help all of those folks. And as I like to remind everyone, you know, we're putting dinner, breakfast, lunch on the tables of so many folks, our neighbors in need, truly mm. our neighbors in need. And that's what's so important. You know, I was thinking about this today as I was listening to yeah. Brent and Mel talk about, you know, talk with you about this event. And uh, just I was thinking about how in my own life, I don't think I've ever really experienced like food insecurity ever really. I mean, Hunger for me is, you know, at 6 o'clock I'm hungry, I'm going to eat a little bit later, okay? Uh, But the idea of going to the cupboard and not having anything or not being able to afford it. You know, for me, and I think for a lot of people that are sort of in my socioeconomic status, um, our real question on a day-to-day basis is which of the food options I have available to me do I most feel like eating right now? When I go to the refrigerator or to the store, it's, what do I want? And also, what can I afford? But it's really, I have options. Right. And so it's so, it's hard to really put yourself in the mindset of somebody who, when they're going to the refrigerator, they don't go because there's nothing to go to there. There's nothing in the cupboard. Or it, 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 it just, there's no options. There's really, it's food or not food as opposed to which food. Exactly. You're absolutely right. And, you know, we hear stories from folks that we help that say, I made sure my child ate before I ate, Mm. which sometimes meant they didn't eat. Um, We hear grandparents who are raising grandchildren who will say, I made sure that they ate and then I would have some crackers Mm -hmm. for dinner. Um, And it's hard for us to imagine, you and I and a lot of folks who are listening, that there are people in our community who are hurting like that, who are struggling, but they're here. And they're people that you and I come in contact with every day. And and there are so many people, again, who are living paycheck to paycheck. They're doing the very best they can. They are employed. They're doing all the right things. And then something happens. Their van breaks down. Right. They had a medical emergency. And guess what? There they are. And now they are in the hole. And they start trying to play catch up with how do I get, you know, how do I pay that medical expense? And food is oftentimes something that people will do without. And we can't do without food. Well, and I mean, I think of like a single mom, you know, I was raised by a single mom. Okay. So a single mom working a job, getting paid minimum wage, you know, or maybe a little bit above that. But after you take out taxes, after you take out rent, after you take out, you know, heat, if you take out gas for the car or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like you said, uh, you know, she's driving the car and everything is fine and something breaks. And maybe it's not a huge repair. Maybe it's not a transmission or something, but it's a couple hundred bucks. And she doesn't have a couple hundred bucks just laying around and she doesn't maybe even have a bank account, right? Like, you know, money just comes in and it goes into an envelope and it goes out. And so for her, she's got to find 200 bucks somewhere. Well, I can go without food for this meal a couple of days, 
couple more days and I can pay for the thing because I got to have a car to get to work, right? Right, exactly. And you know, we actually had that happen about three or four years ago. We had a woman come in, never needed our help before, did not know how in the world to receive help in any other way from anyone else. And she was in tears at the pantry because her car broke down, her van. And so it was only like $179 to fix it. But she didn't have $179. Right. So she, what she did was she paid less on her rent, right? And uh-huh. she so she could get less on her electric bill or her utility bill and less on other bills so she could get her van fixed because that was how she went to work. Yeah. And that's what you and I and all of us want is if we have someone who's gainfully employed, we want to help them get right. to work, right, and to have a full, productive life. But she unfortunately created a situation for herself because of circumstances where suddenly she was behind in rent she was behind Mm -hmm. in you know everything and she was in a bad bad way and she came to mana and you know what we did our volunteers greeted her they told her it's not nothing to worry about Mm -hmm. that's why we're here to help and we gave her and her son five days worth of food each okay and it it made a huge difference for them we never saw her again she needed that little bit of help Mm -hmm. and that's you know that's what we owe to our community isn't it Andrew you know to help folks in need we're going to pause this right here. We'll come back to it in just a second. That was me talking to Dee Flounlacker from Mana Food Pantries on Friday at Phil the Mayflower. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Well, uh, I'm definitely thankful this season for uh, no traffic problems uh, so far this morning. Um, Highway 90 through Milton and Pace is looking great. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre not showing any slowdowns. Um, looking at the map here, West Fairfield at Hollywood Avenue. If you're headed eastbound towards that intersection, it looks like right after you get through that light, uh, there's some some major slowdowns started um, all the way up to North W Street from that intersection. Um, other than that, I-10 and I-110 looking good, and um, Highway 29 through Cantonment is not showing any accidents. If you have any traffic info to report, text 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Hey, uh, you know, speaking of saving money and of dealing with all the expenses in life, if it's time to uh, find a new car because the old one is just worn out and you need a new one, Frontier Motors, a great place to buy a good quality, almost new. Used cars, gently used, one, two, three years old, low miles, great condition, good cars, good prices, good people, follow-up service after the sale, just all kinds of things, um, including, you know, for example, when you buy a car there, you get a Carfax that goes along with the price sheet, and it's the outdoor pr- out-the-door price, you know, like, you don't talk about a price, and they add stuff in later, it's just, that's the final price you ever talk about, but attached is the Carfax, it tells you the history of the vehicle, maintenance history of the car, to the degree that the people doing the maintenance reported it to Carfax. And I say that because you still, if you're buying a used car from somebody else, you probably want to get a, a vehicle inspection, used vehicle inspection from a good mechanic. Um, but also get a Carfax. If they don't give you one, you know, if you're shopping on, you know, I don't know, Facebook Marketplace or some corner tent lot or something like that, I mean, that's fine. But just take the VIN over to Frontier Motors. They'll run you a Carfax for no charge. Why would they help you buy a car from somebody else? Because they can, because they know it helps, because it's a way to make sure that you make better decisions. It's easy enough for them to do, and it helps you, helps the community. That's their motto. Frontier Motors serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years behind the big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. Back to the interview now with uh, Didi Flounlacker from Mana that I did on Friday at Phil the Mayflower. Help folks in need. And, and, you know, that's one of the things I love about here. I've said this so many times. You know, you come here, and, like, I'm, I'm not from here, right? But um, I came here, and we, we fell in love with the Blue Angels and the beach and downtown, and I love my job. But what 
really cemented it for me was when I realized the kind of people, the generous, caring spirit, the, you know, sometimes we run up against the problem of too generous, you know, misguided generosity. I mean, we talk about panhandling and all that, but um, that's a that's a byproduct of the kind of people that live here who are, you know, I mean, really just kind of amazing. And, you know, again, I, I think sometimes it's just helpful to think about, like, mindset. You know, I've, again, never been food insecure, um, but I've been, you know, struggling. Okay, you know, early in life, you're on your own or even early in marriage, you know, you don't have a lot of surplus money. And what I remember about that is I think people sometimes have the attitude like if you're poor, just do more, do better, make better, you know. But there's a weird kind of, I don't know, like oppression that it just feels awful that you almost can't think as well because you're all the time thinking about how scarce things are or how struggle or how hungry or whatever that, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a really nice luxury as a person who's a fairly affluent to be able to say, oh, you know, just take care of it. But, you know, when you're in that situation, you really can't see past the next hour or two and it feels like it's all the time you got debt maybe collectors and you just, all of it, it creates this very difficult spirit to operate under. It really does. You know, it, it creates this whole environment of fear, doesn't it? Yeah. So, and you know, I don't know about you, but when I am in fear, I can't think straight. Right. Right. It's that fight or flight, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, when I'm in fear, all I'm thinking about is where I'm going to be, what's going to happen in the next minute, five minutes, maybe an hour. I'm not thinking about what's going to happen day after tomorrow. Right. And you know, I was just talking this morning with Laura from United Way, and we were talking about the fact that. Oftentimes, I think people believe that in our community, you have people that are in poverty, and then you have everybody else, mm. and everybody else being, they're, they're, they're fine. You know, I said, yeah, that maybe they're fine, they're okay. Right. But in reality, there are, there are lots of folks that are in between, yeah. that they're not in poverty, they're not affluent, they are working families, again, who are struggling. And, um, you know, it's, it's a real challenge. That fear is so very real. And imagine being 70 years old to 75 years old. Yeah. You don't have a way to make more money. And, you know, you're not going to just go drive in a cab or drive, get in your car and go drive Uber or something. Right. It's not, it doesn't work like that. It does not. And so, you know, it's, it, that's one of the things that is, as you said, amazing about this work, about this community is such compassion mm-hmm. and such kindness and caring. And I tell you, I've been at MANA for 12 years now. And every time I say, or MANA says, we need help that call is answered and it it brings me to tears almost yeah, I know, it's, I know. it's so really incredible and this this organization is the community it's about community um and god i hope i never know hunger and i yeah. hope you never know hunger anyone out there listening but it's real and and it happens every day you know, that's one of these things we always talk about, all the sort of the challenges that Scamby County faces, right? And uh, one of them is poverty, and then the sort of generational cycle of what that, how that affects. But that's an example. A kid, you know, again, you tend to think about somebody else's problems as if they were happening in your life. And, you know, if I had to prep my show, but I didn't have any food in the house and I couldn't afford to go eat food, well, okay. I mean, you know, it's one evening, I'm going to be fine. Uh, but for a kid who's developing... Now, all of a sudden, they go to bed, they're hungry, they wake up, they're hungry, uh, their body's not getting what it needs, they're trying to focus in school, they can't focus in school, they get headaches. It's sort of that, and how does that affect them when it's an ongoing pattern for life 
if they keep falling behind and keep having this adverse uh, outcome. So anyway, just uh, I really appreciate what you do, Didi. I super appreciate it, man. You know we're supporters, obviously, uh, the whole time we've been here. But uh, thanks for chatting with me for a minute and helping people understand a little bit of outside their circumstances. Obviously, we want people to give and support MANA. Um, it's a great local organization. But thank you for the time, and thanks for the work you all do. Thank you, Andrew, so much. And I just want to say thank you to this community. You know, like I said, every time we ask for help, the community comes out and gives. And I want you to know, $5 makes a difference. A can of food makes a difference. Mm-hmm. So that's all you can do. That's okay. That's a lot. And we appreciate that. Thanks, Dee. Thank you. And, and I mean that, by the way. I don't, you know, I, I don't say this so you think good of me. I say this so you just know we put our money where my mouth is. Um, Mana is one of our like key that we give to every year. You know, for our practices, we tithe uh, to local charities, and uh, they're one of the like three or four locals that we give to, um, just because we believe in what they do and support what they do. Uh, Waterfront's another one, just you know, FYI. So you know, that's. I'm, that's not just a good place. <laughs> they do some outstanding, important work of the gospel at Man, and I appreciate them so much. 753 on News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay. A lot of love goes into a Subaru, and thanks to the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event, a lot of love comes out, too. Right now, when you purchase or lease a new Subaru, Subaru will donate $250 to your choice of four nationally recognized charities, the ASPCA, Make-A-Wish, Meals on Wheels, or the National Park Foundation. Or choose our local charity, the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association, and Anderson Subaru will donate an extra $150 to Subaru's donation. And for every routine Subaru vehicle service visit, Anderson Subaru will donate $5 more to the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association. So far, we've donated over $140,000 to help fight breast cancer in Pensacola. Be a part of something bigger at the Subaru Share the Love event November 16th through January 2nd. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola. Online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. $250 donation for new purchase or lease. Promotion ends January 2nd. See retailer or andersonsubaru.com slash share for details. Resetting your password. Unsubscribing from emails. Printing anything. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your business doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like learning how that printer works. That's simple human sense. Ask Rushing Insurance in Pensacola and Daphne if auto owners make sense for you. Hurricane season is here, and now is the time to make a plan and know your zone. In the case of an evacuation, have a plan to go to a hurricane shelter, hotel, or stay with a family or friends. If you're ordered to evacuate, you need to leave. You can rebuild your home, but you cannot rebuild your life. This hurricane season, know your zone. Know your home. Learn more at floridadisaster.org. This message is sponsored by the Florida Division of Emergency Management, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Splash Magazine covers the coast like the Gulf of Mexico. Each month, Splash Magazine offers a calendar of events, plus tips on where to shop, dine, and play. Learn about the month's special events, live entertainment, and interesting local people. Learn how to catch fish with Captain Dave Yelverton. See what is worth watching on your streaming services. Tom Nolan will tell you the latest. Find out how to dress for the changing Florida weather with Dan Wells. Get the most out of the Emerald Coast by reading Splash Magazine each month. For more information, call Gulf Breeze News at 850-932-8986 or visit gulfbreezenews.com online. The Dave Ramsey Show, weeknights at 7 after Pensacola, right now on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. And it would have been mine if it hadn't been for those meddling kids. 
love having a drummer in studio as a producer because I always get like <laughs> local amplification of the bumper music. Feel it through the table as and, I'm. And what what I love is you know there's there's what the um, the non drummer like me thinks is the parts where you hit the drum, and then there's the where the actual drummer hits the drum. <laughs> it's always funny. It's like it's like you know how. One person singing the not quite the lyrics and the other person singing the actual lyrics next to each other. And the person who doesn't know him is like, oh, yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I feel every day. Yeah. Uh, Jake is that drummer. Uh, Jake's got a traffic on the files. I am. <clears throat> and uh, if you're playing drums on the steering wheel, um, it's not because you're sitting in traffic. You're just at the Waffle House and you're just having a good time. <laughs> uh, I do not see any slowdowns, any accidents, uh, nothing really to speak of. Even the traffic lights are, are flowing smoothly around town. Highway 98 through uh, Gulf Breeze and Navarre and Windhaven is flowing. 87 through Holly uh, is looking good. No accidents on 10 or 110. Uh, if you do see anything slowing you down out there this morning, though, let me know. 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, and dependable. Y- you may get uh, more of that particular traffic report all this week. I love it. No I'm school. ready. Yes. <laughs> yep. no, right? I can that's snack a, more between that's, breaks. That's the way that works, except on Friday for Black Friday. But even that is different than it used to be. Uh, David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? David. Former President Donald Trump's presidential campaign now has Texas Governor Greg Abbott's endorsement. Abbott expressed his support for Trump Sunday. The two men served meals together to uh, state troopers and Texas National Guard members at the border. Trump called the endorsement a tremendous honor. The Israel-Hamas war is now on day 45. This comes after intense fighting around another hospital in northern Gaza. Uh, yesterday, 31 babies were evacuated from that hospital, but there's hundreds still inside. And uh, Taylor Swift's Eras Tour is uh, resuming in Brazil now after a fan died at a concert on Friday. Uh, fans at that show were dealing with a lot of heat. The crowd was really struggling during this show. and She could see the extent to which the crowd was struggling, and I believe that she was struggling herself. Uh, and that's Joey Yagoda. He was at the concert. The uh, young woman's cause of death has not been announced, but videos at the concert show Swift saying people needed water. Mm, man, yeah, terrible news to hear about that. But uh, well, all right, David, thanks so much for the update. If you have a plumbing issue, a leak, a drip, a weird sound in the wall when you flush the toilet, the, the, the wall shouldn't talk back to you when you use the plumbing, okay? And if it does, that's bad. And if it stops, that's even worse because it didn't get better. It didn't heal itself. It's not like the plumbing's like, oh, we're good. We're self-healing. It doesn't work that way. Call Barberry Plumbing. They're going to come and take care of it. Flat rate pricing by the job not by the time it takes, so you know in advance how much it's going to cost. 477-8782 for Barberry Plumbing. Uh, 759 News Radio 92.3. Um, uh, of course, we're marking the passing of Rosalind Carter, former first lady and champion of mental health and elder issues, uh, dead at the age of 96 over the weekend. Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Gulf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.